with the Scarlet Sandbox. The building of the sandbox and its contents are the independent thoughts of each host. It is not our intention, but we have been known to make people see red. Don't come to the sandbox and expect not to get dirty. In fact, we hope something sticks with you. So dig in. Let's play. We we are the Scarlet Sandbox. Hello, Adrian. Good morning, Tanner. Good morning, Taylor. Let me turn this off so I don't have feedback. You too. Oh, is, I thought I had mine off. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Step one. Step one. Turn off our phone silence. <laughs> I thought I had done that. <laughs> but just like my MO on the airplane in a meeting. I text I mean. you eight minutes before this podcast wondering if you were close. It's fine. Hey, you know, fly by the seat of my pants. That's what I do. Yeah, I saw the seat of your pants today. <laughs> Hey, just so y'all know this outfit, if you're watching us live, it's only meant to see me from the front because I'm in a bodysuit. It's meant to be sat upon. And um, yes, it is meant to be sat upon. Oh, bodysuits. I, I feel like that should be a whole episode in itself. Well, Women in bodysuits. We both wore one today. This is one from oh, your closet, actually. That's true. Hey, see? I know. I told you last week, I, or yeah, last week, I told you that I love to dress her up. And here you we are. love to love them and then love to get rid of them. And I love when you love to get rid of them. <laughs> so speaking of last week, big week, we had such a good time. We made it. Scott, we did like, whoa. Through last week. I've had some busy weeks. <laughs> last week was super busy. Uh, we did our Kendra event on we Sunday. We did our Kendra event. You know, although I will say, if you missed the Kendra event, in person and you were able to shop online the only thing that i envy you is that you got to see the prince harry and Meghan markle interview i still haven't watched i it. haven't either i'm dying to see it i was like i'm going to before this podcast and then i was like eh, well i, I kept searching because they've not made it easy to find really? like you have to go get an app and do all the things and i'm going to do that yeah me too and then i'm going to send it to you Maybe, well, yeah, or I could just be there, which I probably <laughs> oh, that's true. will Maybe we need some popcorn and watch it together. Um, but thank you to all those who came out to the meet and greet. It was a really great time. Huge. Yes. Thank that was you for really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. They like, you know. Your have, daughter did that. I know. I know. It's pretty amazing. I mean, you, you say Raven did a lot of things like, you know, but then you just list them and you're like. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. I was literally talking to someone this week and saying like. If that happened to my daughter, what kind of legacy would she be leaving? Like, I don't think that that would be the same. Like, I'm so like she changed the sky. Like, she, at the end of the day, she changed the sky. And let's not give, you know, it's crazy. let's give credit where credit's due. I mean, you did that too. So, I mean, by accident. And we're all here because of There's it. There's no accidents. So, God is great. Um, We went out and saw and met Raven. We the did. actual giraffe. She went from six foot to 12 foot. Holy cow, she was huge. And let me tell y'all something. She was so sweet. She was so sweet. She, and you know, they, they said they copied the traits of their mothers. Oh, and I was right. like, well, she's social. <laughs> <laughs> sweet. Um, how about social? <laughs> but she was. I mean, even all the other giraffes, when you're feeding them out of your hand, they're just like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Mm-hmm. They will eat your whole cup. They would. You know? But Raven, she was just like, thank you. So graceful. She was sweet. She was sweet. That was cool. Um, which we got to see the whole little family. It was good to see them, except Mosey. Except her dad apparently acted not so great. Tanner was super excited about seeing Mosey because he showed such an interest in Phoenix Wren while she was pregnant. And Mosey did not handle quarantine very well. Yeah. He um, was getting a little frisky with the. 
people once they could come back. Yeah. And so they when I told you the they yard. want their food, they want their food. So he was kind of restricted by himself. But we went and said hello. Yeah. We went and visited yeah. him. It was good. That was a good day. It was good. It was, it was good a good week. day. Was and, a good you know, I ended the week, like, you know, after you have such a busy week, sometimes you just need to, like, decompress. And everybody always asks me, you know, if you follow me personally, then, you know, I work a lot in my garden. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, that's so much work. When do you find time? And I'm like, no, no, no. That is my safe space. That's where people don't call me. They don't write. They don't text. I mean, they probably do, but I don't take my phone. I just no, put it don't. up and... If you're in your pink robe outside, I leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> I made the funniest reel this week um, about being on, you know, working in my garden, but it's to the song Vacation because mm -hmm. I, that's, it's really is my vacation it's from my the week. Favorite song, um, yeah. But I actually get my hands dirty. Like I don't wear gloves yes, in the I garden know. and I don't watched. care if I ruin my nails or what, I'll just go get them redone. But I just something about touching the dirt. So I don't touch my phone. So it's like such a little safe haven, but I had to go see the aftermath of the, um, ice storm in my garden where I did, Oh my gosh. Have you ever dug up rotten? Carrots? I'm just going to say no right now. Just <laughs> if I'd ever dug up. No, nope. Sure. Haven't. I have not dug up. Well, all my carrots were like rotten. And so I would go to pull the top off. The top would come off all right, but the carrot was still in the ground. So I had to dig them all out. But, you know, it's like compost. So whatever got left in, we'll just till it up and off it'll go. But that's what I did to wind down my week. Gardening. What about you? Oh, you know, just sitting on macros. You know, bathing suit season's coming up and eight months postpartum. And I'm fine. Whatever I look like is going to be great. But I will tell you that I have lost five and a half pounds this week. I'm very proud of you. Because not that my bodysuit would the have same, any secrets. The same um, bathing suit season is coming up for me, and I am not eight months postpartum. <laughs> I'm just over 40. Well, I hope you don't mind because I'm just going to use your pool every day. So as I'm fine. drinking my <laughs> coffee with cream. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so yesterday was a big day for you. Oh, it was a big day. So on our what's coming up, I'm sure that's going to be starting it. So Let me hear about it because I haven't. Um, we told you last week. That um, I put on the Burleson Wine Crawl for 10 years, and uh, that was what I did to serve the community for a long time. And I really took a step back. We talked about that, that um, I don't really know what, I, I didn't know what my direction was going to be until you fell in my lap in more ways than all one. All directions. Yes. All of them. All directions. <laughs> and um, I've really gotten to spend, especially since quarantine and having a lot of time at home, deciding what I wanted to do. Like I've always, everything I've done, I've done it with, done with intent and loved what I've done. But, um, I was really into small business and especially women owned businesses and really helping them. And that's what kind of evolved into the wine crawl where now that's not so much my passion. Uh, my passion is really more, like I told you, the marriage and helping women come into their own and, uh, finding that self-respect. And through that, um, and it's funny because if you know me, I'm always like, Everybody says I'm like bougie and done up, but I literally will not spend more than 10 minutes getting ready. Like I just won't, I don't like it. So I want to throw on some, I want to have my eyebrows microbladed. I want to have my lashes done. So I came out with my own line and we have the brow stuff and got all the things together, launched it yesterday, sold out in an hour. I'm not surprised. I was like, oh my god. I don't gosh. mean to be like, oh cool, but like really, oh cool. Well, I was. I was surprised. And you, you know, are. it's funny because I was listening to the Bible chit chat this morning, 
Mm. I hadn't watched it yet. Okay. And uh, which is, if you have not watched her Bible chit chat, join. Yes, join Ravenous Reach. Go to topics. Find the Bible chit chat. Um, And it was on like self esteem and Mm. confidence. And, you know, you talk about that you think that I have all this confidence, which I. I think that I'm at probably a seven on a scale of one to ten. On a scale of one to seven? (laughs) (laughs) No, on a scale of one to ten. But even the most confident people have like doubts, right? It's normal. It's healthy. It's and it's like you said, it's healthy to evaluate am I being reasonable and rational? And you know, have I thought this through? So it's brows and lashes. I wonder if I'm being (laughs) rational. Hang on, let me see. As you're like, across that's me. right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm kind of a very, I mean, obviously, I'm a very eclectic person. So I've always been on two ends of the spectrum. But anyway, we sold out. It's fantastic. Thank you to everybody that supported that. We are restocking. Hopefully, uh, by the end of this week or early next week, we'll have it back in stock. But it's um, exciting. It was exciting. It's exciting. I have, and so my whole point to that was, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know where this lash line or this brow line or even this podcast or our conferences. We don't, you know, we know what we want to do, but we are ready for God to take the lead and we're just taking the steps. It's like that, you know, I've talked about that bright light. When you look at the sun, everything else seems dark, but as long as you look for the light, the shadows will work themselves out. Yes. You know, like Mm -hmm. all you need is the light. Just keep walking. You know, don't you remember when I told you? that I had anxiety so bad. I don't know if y'all know that I was agoraphobic for like 10 years. You'll probably hear me talk about that. You will. Not 10 years, two years. I was like, whoa, that's a little bit longer. (laughs) No, two years. (laughs) But how I came out of it was, well, there was a lot of steps, but my last final day was when I drove through that tornado in downtown Fort Worth and that truck got picked up and was spinning towards me and I was rolling my window down and I was hanging my head out the window and I was just like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know, I'm blacking out and all I could do was drive towards the sun. See? That's what I said. I just drove towards the sun. Darkest I just exited moment. 35 and drove towards the sun. <laughs> Took me five hours to stop shaking when I got home. Transfer but it all over. That's a, it's actually a great point. Just move towards the sun. Move towards the light. Um, What do you have coming up this week? Anything exciting? Well, life coaching clients. I have, it's growing. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. I even got a life coaching client from the meet and greet at Kendra. That's awesome. I know. I'm so excited. But it's like you're a little magnet. I'm so excited. You know, know. people, and obviously same thing with our plan and purpose here is just, did you think you would be doing this? No, I had that imposter thing like. You would be good at it. Oh, I don't think I would be as good at it as you think I would be. But here we are. I'm super excited. And, and the rest like, of us are just like, what do you mean you don't think you're going to be good at it? It's <laughs> what do you like, mean your lash line? You know, you're literally a magnet of helping, you know, the, the way you portray yourself, the way you're, you know, and it's funny because you talk about your lack of confidence, but same thing. You, you same, same. Strongest of strongest of. But I've, and in fact, I said that this week, you know, sometimes too, people think you're stronger than you are. Mm. And being in tune with that and in touch with that is super important because you can't fix what you don't recognize about yourself. Very true. But don't underestimate the people that you think are the strongest. We all have weaknesses. So I think the biggest thing is acknowledging and working towards healing, you know, or even knowing, you know, if you know that you're not a good basketball player, but you really love basketball, then you got to work on your weaknesses. The same thing with your mental health, right? So which is funny. About our first one. <laughs> so this week, what we wanted to talk about um, was priorities 
and boundaries. So what we're going to kind of do is catch up. Um, yeah. If you're live, you can kind of see the calendar that we had done. Um, we are going to make a digital version for you to be able to download. We are actually adding some things to it. But in January, uh, we wanted to, which was called Fresh Dirt. That was the name of our first podcast. Um, it's to establish boundaries. I'm sorry, establish priorities and create boundaries. It is step one. So January is for new beginnings. Step one. Building our sandbox. Who do you want in it? What are your goals? And and what matters to you? You know, because it's like the whole uh, get on the airplane, you know, put the mask on yourself, then on someone else. It really is true. I thought you were going to talk about my experience on the airplane where I had to lift the car seat over my head and walk 25 rows. <laughs> I didn't know that. I really wish you could have seen it. I really wish I could have too. This is the first I'm hearing of yes. this. The aisle was too skinny. But if there's anybody that can, that CrossFit. There was this girl that was like, ah, there's a baby in that car seat. As I'm like, <laughs> I was like, you think? <laughs> like, where was Anthony? Behind me with the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds about like how I exited the airplane. Mm -hmm. Because my husband just walks off in front of me, leaves me with my 800 pound carry on. Because, you know, I have to like. I have all the things with me that I don't use one thing of. I yep. just stick it above and mm -hmm. never use it again. Mm -hmm. um, Anyways, mask on yourself before someone else. Exactly. Absolutely. Mask on. Um, so when we're talking about priorities, what does that... And, and why do we pick priorities before we pick boundaries? You can't make boundaries without establishing priorities. And I think people like to... Get that backwards. Like they I'm do. gonna set all these rules, except I don't know what I'm setting them for. And so that's kind of where where we wanted to discuss. And I think me and you had the like total agreement that you know, establish priorities. It sounds like so cliche and so cheesy. And so like we don't mean just your husband, your kids. I mean, God, those are the my husband, my child. Like those are the obvious. Yes. But and that's and that's what happens, right? So the reason I think people have a hard time with boundaries is like you said, they don't know what it is, but you're, you're in the workplace. You're in a marriage. You're in a co-parenting situation. You're in a step-parent situation. You're in a money situation. So you've really got to break down what's important to you so that when you get in these situations, you know what to do. Right. My but, child is the priority in this situation. Not yes. Just the or our savings 10 years from now is important to me. So I don't want this happen with our money, you right. know, and and I think a lot of times people end up lashing out and they're angry and they're whatnot because they're in the middle of that fight. They don't even know what they're fighting for. They just know it's uncomfortable. Right. They know they don't like it. They know that they feel trapped or they feel, you know, like they're being used or abused when the truth is. If you knew what your boundary was and then you could communicate that yes. to your spouse, communicate that to your child, communicate that to your coworker. Priorities do have to be said. Boundaries do have to be said. Like it has to be able to be told. People don't read minds. Right. And what we decided was you, you're prioritizing something. It's not like tomorrow I'm going to start prioritizing. Like you're doing it right now. What is it? You wake up. You automatically go to social media. Well, you're prioritizing social media. Like it's not something that you're just going to start tomorrow, like a diet. On and Monday. you may be prioritizing something that you don't want, want to be. To prioritize, right? Or you may realize that you need to be. You know, and and priorities can change. Obviously, you Absolutely. know that God, your husband, your children, 
your ability to make money, you know, feed your family. Those are the givens. Those are the four boards that create your sandbox, right? And you had the great point the other day about, well, where's ourselves Mm -hmm. in that? Mm -hmm. And so that was the big point on priorities that was cool. And, you know, I think that that's something that um, people really don't understand about me. Um, remember last week when I told you, or I may not have told you, I've, I've had this conversation with my two daughters, which a lot the last two weeks, Tegan and Tinsley, Mm. um, they're 20 and 21 Mm. fixing to be, they always say, mom, you make us older than we are. They're turning 20 and 21. They're all my kids are two weeks apart, not years, but birthdays wise. And they're coming up in May. So I, they're practically 20 and 21. So, um, anyway, I, when I told you that I was agoraphobic, that was a really big time in my life, but. My you define that for everybody who doesn't know what that is? Agoraphobic means... <laughs> I just like hearing you say it every time. I was literally confined to my house. So agoraphobia, they say, is the worst phobia that you can actually have. That most people have to be inpatient hospitalized <laughs> to overcome it. And I didn't. I... I may, if that doesn't tell you how strong my brain and my will and my pride your stubbornness is. Yes. and your pride is. I didn't have to do that. But um, yes, I was pretty much bound to my house for two years. Which so is scared to go anywhere. Crazy. Because if you know me, I'm probably one of the most social, like outgoing, or you think I am. But that goes back to you don't know what struggles people are going through at that time. I'd had two babies 13 months apart. I had pregnancy hormones going on. So shout out to those of you that are struggling with pregnancy and or postpartum or hormone issues they're real 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 Real. for real (laughs) so um anyways but the other really big turning point in my life was during my third marriage uh well more like the divorce um of course all the lessons where i went in fact i was going to pathway Mm. had gone to pathway for several years how i ended up I, I went over to a church that used to be TCAB. It doesn't even exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And I did that for two years. And it was obviously a God thing because that pastor and his wife were going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. But obviously that was the same place I was. And let me tell you all something. <laughs> I would go in there because I had learned. This is the de- time I learned to let go of control. I, You think I'm a control freak now. You should have seen me then, you know, and it's not about controlling other people. It's being in control of your sandbox. Right. Right. And so, and that's why establishing those priorities and boundaries. Sounds like you had to rebuild. I did. Right. Oh my gosh, I had to rebuild. This is when I rebuilt my whole self. Right. Um, because you, you, you have to learn that what is in your control and what's out of your control. And to really know that you got to know what you're controlling, what's important to you and how to deal with with things that come at you that you can't control or what you can. And so anyway, um, I had to write on my post-it note. Remember I told mm-hmm. you my, this is where my post-it note came, trick came from, um, which was actually probably credit to Dr. Phil or something. I don't know. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> but um, I wrote the word self-respect mm-hmm. and I plastered it. You should have seen my house. I had post-it notes. It was like post-it note vomit everywhere but um when you see that word over and over because I couldn't do it for myself Mm. and so you know again reestablishing that I was a priority my feelings mattered validating now I can build my own sandbox because the problem is you can't prioritize again anything else if Mm -hmm. you don't prioritize yourself and we've watched especially being hairdressers me and you've watched a lot of people in our chair who don't prioritize themselves and then wonder why 
they can't establish boundaries or why they're, you know. And let me tell you something, mothers. A lot. You a lot. are the, like, whatever you do, you know, your children are mimicking you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I know you guys know this. So when you talk about that, and, and we're all guilty, every all. single one of us. Absolutely. Um, so let me tell you, I can sound like a hypocrite about every third word. So just know that I mean this with every ounce of my heart that I am guilty of so much of this. But when we call ourselves fat or we put on our eyelashes, you know, I really, but my girls also will see me. I mean, if you'd have seen me yesterday, I hadn't washed my hair in three days. In the garden, (laughs) she's fine. So it's all about balance. And in fact, I was talking to someone about that last week too, that um, they were talking about the vanity of Botox and injections and this, that, and the other. And, you know, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. I wish none of us needed it. I always say, I mean, you've heard me say in my next life, I would shave my head like Sinead O'Connor and like not have to worry about my hair. I think that if we could take out hair and makeup and vanity of all shape, forms, and fashions out of our life, how cool would that be? Like where you could just focus on gardening. <laughs> you wouldn't have rotten carrots. <laughs> that is true. But you know what I mean? How much of our life do we spend on vanity? Or you know, that's broke. a whole nother. Me um, and you would be broke. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, everything, our, our jobs. Well, that's your true. Your brow line, your yeah, lash line, our hair. Are, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Are you just wishing us to be just, you know? <laughs> but it is true. But I think it's all about healthy balance. That's very true. You know, and that's what was my whole point with Botox or whether it's wine, whether it's Botox, whether it's even like, I feel like you can almost, you know, have you ever known somebody that, um, I, I hate to say this, but I'm just going to say it. Like sometimes people even get addicted to God. Absolutely. And it's like... And then it winds up turning other people away from it. Because you need to understand what you're doing and why Mm -hmm. you're doing it, and it doesn't become a sick obsession. There's a difference in obsession and healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries. I love healthy boundaries. So what are your priorities? Just list some. So like, not the, you know... Not the cliche. Obviously the cliche ones. You know, for me, a priority to me is letting my trials and tribulations be used for good Mm. so that everything that I've done wrong, I can write (laughs) that I can help someone else. Right. Um, that's a big priority for me right now. And that's where the wine crawl was really, uh, detrimental for me because I couldn't shift. And I'm, I feel like this huge relief, but aside from that, I mean, I know that I like, fashion and beauty and all the things, you know, I can almost be perceived as materialistic, which if you know me at all, I'll burn it all to the ground today and restart. She I would do not care. burn it up. But you prioritize your passion, but which I, don't, I love that. But I truly, for me, it's an art. I really love the creativity behind it. I watched you put together that raven giraffe. I was like, look, I like this one necklace. Here. <laughs> and I'm over and here like, like no, ma'am. All these things go yeah. together, you know. I really do love it. And so I know that about myself. So then I have to afford myself. <laughs> so those are priority. But but it's not so much the things, right? right? It's just that I want to be able to do what I love. I want to get up every day and live my intentional, purposeful life and love it. I don't want to worry about what anybody else thinks. I don't want to worry about what anybody else tells me to do. I'm doing me all the time. And the one thing you need to know about priorities is is your 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 fashion priority your pa- your passions are not mine. So that's one of the things that you know people need to understand is that 
priorities themselves are different. From well, person, just like your macros in CrossFit. Person. Like, yeah, but I think that some people get irritated whenever your priorities aren't mine mm-hmm. and then you're not prioritizing what I want you to prioritize. Well, and, and case in point, marriage. Very true. Which is why I, it, it really, if you want to know one thing I'm super passionate about is asking the questions up front. Mm. I mean, you've got to ask your, whoever you're dating, you know, and in fact, a client of mine actually gave me some um, really great advice that don't date people that you don't see as marriage Mm -hmm. material Mm -hmm. because you've got to have the hard talks and, you know, being able to ask them what they think and making sure you're on the same page because otherwise you get in the sandbox with somebody who wants to just throw you, sand while you're you'll building get a castle? Real dirty. <laughs> nothing accomplished. Real quick. <laughs> nothing accomplished. No, nothing. <laughs> We've done that a few <laughs> times. A lot of dirt. Yep. So, okay. What are yours? Like, what are some of your priorities? My main priority uh, since Raven died was to uh, be not just a mom under the umbrella, but be intentional with being Raven's mom and being intentional with being Phoenix Wren's mom. My main priority as far as being a mom is specific in that I don't want Phoenix Wren to grow up and then realize that she's under this weird shadow of a sister she never knew. You know what I mean? And so priorities can be specific. I want to be a good mom. My priorities are my kids. Like, what's the priority? And oh, that's, thousand that's percent. Don't do Raven a disservice, but at the same time, don't do the, you know. And let me tell you, I have obviously both of my girls are alive and well, right? But they're 13 months apart. And I've seen that exact same thing play out and having to shift that, that my, when you're 13 months apart, but your sister can write her name first, she can read a book first. And so everybody's going, oh, Tegan, you're so Mm. smart. Tegan, you're so this, you're so that. It's not that Tinsley wasn't going to be able to, but she just kept hearing that. And, you know, I think that you've done a really good job at that you know and in making sure that they're both honored in different ways but they are their own person you know and and another little tip trick to that about priorities and boundaries with your kids another wise piece of advice I got long time ago was and establishing those things early Mm -hmm. so what do you want for your kid and even down to like when are you going to get their ear pierced when are you going to let them wear makeup what kind mm-hmm. of makeup? So for me, I went in and said, what, you know, what year would I, how, how old could they be when they dated? You know, wh- what does dating look like? You've got to get in the details. Right. Priorities and boundaries are in the details. Details. And you know what? I feel like we as people really struggle with details um, in almost every area of our life. It right? takes time to think about them. And we just don't have that in the world. We because live why? Today. We don't prioritize. prioritize. We don't prioritize ourselves. So when your house is a wreck and you're not paying attention to the details, and you're not cleaning to attend, you're really, at the end of the day, disrespecting yourself. Right. And respect, same thing with your kids. If your kids don't respect you, they're not going to respect other people. But if you don't respect you, your kids won't respect you. It's a chain of events. So establishing your priorities is huge. So let's go to our listeners. Why don't you guys tell us what you think some of your priorities um, would be, and what does that look like to you? So when we're talking about... I don't know how to make my phone just be quiet. Oh, I did it. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Remember, I was telling you that last week. <sighs> now, anytime we check a comment and you lift it up, it makes it noise. turns on. <laughs> makes so noise. last week, when y'all were commenting on our, mm-hmm. um, when y'all were commenting on our first um, podcast, podcast <laughs> every like in the middle of the night because I'm doing this 
perimenopausal funness where I'm waking up three times a night. I've never done this in my whole life. And I used to make fun of my mother. Sorry, mom. Please forgive me for all the times I told you you were crazy. You're not crazy. Now I'm crazy. <laughs> You're not crazy. Um, but I would try to go check the comments or like check the notifications and then the podcast. It was a lot. At like two o'clock in the morning. But um, whoa. And so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, commenting, participating. We are up to like, I don't know, like 9,500 views on our first one, which, whoa, another record breaking, like same thing, y'all. We did not really have, we did not set goals for this. We set goals for what Tanner and I want to do long-term, but we did not set goals for our numbers because even though you're supposed to speak truth into whatever, we are really truly feel like this is a God thing and he's going to drive this bus wherever he wants it to go. But wow, humbling. And it is just, very humbling. It is it's really, insane. really cool because you realize that every single mm -hmm. one of those likes, comments, numbers is a God thing. Like Tanner and I did not think a year ago. We're like friends. We would be We're here. Friends. Oh my gosh. We, somebody does like me. <laughs> Faith, family, health. We got self-control. We got being quiet. Self-control. That's a good one. Word. Who said that? Uh, let me see. Oh, I need to go back. Listen. You're my soul sister. Hang on. Whoever says self-control. Rhonda Gonzalez says my priority Rhonda, I'm feeling you to the depths of my soul. Which is funny because if you, like, I have self-control with, like, getting what I want and knowing my goals and setting my goals. But then when somebody steps on me, I'm like, boundaries, ah! boundaries, you know? Yeah. So um, self-control is something I've had to work very hard on for the last two years. We've got good ones. Being an example to other women, being Ooh, quiet. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're doing good. So people know their priorities. You know, that's, and, that's awesome. And, you know, what it's you're good. writing down today, which I think is really cool. So get out that journal. Get out that post-it note that we talked about last week for your tools, for your toolbox. Right, make a list. And and spend this week making a list. This is not something you're going to think about in five minutes, it's right? not. So sit down, make your list of what your priorities are. Like kids and then what about your kids? Exactly. You know, my marriage. Details. Then what? Details. And then you need to reestablish, you know, like you need to look at those again. And, and if you're new to this, look at them in 30 days. Mm -hmm. Look at them in three months. Look at them in six months. Look at them in one year. Well, That's okay. kind of why we've put together a 12-month kind of. 12 months and we tied program. this to the sandbox because you know we those four walls if you don't have those like if you don't have the priorities it's not a sandbox a and b it's just everywhere like there's it's just everywhere yeah and what happens everywhere. when sand's spilling everywhere then you just people are stomping on it they're yeah, cleaning up your not, sand and eventually it's mad that your sand there. is spilling out on them right mm. um but what's cool about the sandbox too is this will also, when we get into our, I don't remember if it's next month or the next month, but we're going to talk about control, mm -hmm. what you can yeah. control, what you can't control. And so when you have established these priorities and you know what your boundaries are, and let me tell you, I feel like 90% of your problems could be solved once you learn, hey, this is out of my control and I'm going to let go and let God. I mean, so funny we say that, but do we do it? Do we practice it? No. And even those Tanner and I who practice it every day and have gone through so much, like we still, and which is. It's amazing what little things that I want to just hang on to. Like yesterday. Like when my, my whole life depends on it, I'm like, sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to need this. Yes. Totally true. And that's what's funny. We will, there are things that we will just be like, well, let the chips fall where they may. God's got us. And then there's like, you know, and you just get <laughs> Luckily, fired up. I'm usually like, okay, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Well, that's whenever what's, you're nuts, and then well, and that's what's so great about us together so because I don't. We like I told y'all, we are kind of one in the same, but we're not. And whenever she is 
flying off the handle, I'm the grounded. When I'm flying off the handle, she's the grounded, and we really make a dynamic team. Okay, so let's talk about, let's go back to boundaries, because how are, what are our best tips on creating those boundaries? Sorry, my nose is itching. Don't be surprised when people push them. Like, people are going to push your boundaries. Every day. They just are. So don't, don't act like it's unnatural. Mainly, so let's talk, you know, mainly your kids. Right. Well, your and, kids mm-hmm. are smart cookies. Yeah, they are. And so when you don't have those boundaries established for your kids, and then you don't have them established with your husband, so now your kid is playing you and your husband against each other, and now put in step kids. And that will happen at zero years old, and that will happen at 30 years old. Thousand percent. And if you don't establish that right in the beginning, you're in trouble. I'm a big believer that, you know, people that know me or know my kids are always like, Adrian, your kids are so good. Like if there's, I told you, if there's one thing I got right. Your kids are very, it was parenting. Very good. I don't know how, but I did. And I'm sure there's plenty of ways I've screwed them up. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying like, for the most part, I think that's the beautiful people, best part of what I've done. And, and I think the biggest thing was, let me tell you, when they were three years old and they didn't clean their room, I would throw their toys away. Like straight up. I would give them three warnings and that was it. Like not... I'm going to count to three, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight, nine. Nope. By three, chunking it. Chunking it no, off to the point, to the point that. that my three-year-old said to me, Mom, you could give it to kids that needed it instead of throwing it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because she knew I was serious, right? And so when you've established those up front, then when they're 12, right. 14, 15. And let me tell you, my 15-year-old pushed me just this year. Crossing a boundary of mine, I ripped that door right off. She had to sleep on the couch right outside my room for a solid, like, three months. But to trust what someone says, like, mm-hmm. to trust the word of someone is huge. And that's how you're building it. You know what I mean? Like, if you said it, it's going to happen. And that leads to your integrity, which leads right. to your self-respect. Which so leads- that when you tell them, hey, you know, Tegan, you did a really great job. I'm really proud of you. And it matters because what you've said has always been the truth. thousand percent. Right. So it helps you. Boundaries yes. essentially help you. They're made to, you were saying it uh, yesterday, they're made to protect you. And look, what is everybody ultimately searching for in life? Because it's not money. As much as you think it's like your money or freedom or whatever, it's peace. Yeah. People want, they don't want to be depressed. They don't want to have anxiety. They want peace. Mm-hmm. Peace comes with boundaries. So that nobody interferes into your sandbox. They feel, you know, you feel like you're inviting them in. They come, they play nicely, they leave when you ask them to leave. And they know that if like you have other outsiders that come in, those people that are already in your sandbox know that you're going to handle those, you know, the outsiders the they same trust you. way, mm-hmm. right? So that's huge, you know, they Being trust consistent. your leadership and guidance and responsibility. And look, when you, when you establish those things like integrity and consistency, whether it's with your kids, your marriage, your sandbox, then you have the right people. Because the people that don't value you, value your boundaries, they go away. But when you don't establish those, they keep coming back and throwing sand in your face. And then you have depression and anxiety and you're discombobulated. Right. Ruining your inner peace, your outer peace, your environmental peace, everything. So boundaries are kind of those things that you like, you pay now and then reap later. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's one of the things we talked about this week was, One of my favorite sayings is, if it's easy now, it makes your life hard later. And if you do what's hard now, it makes your life easy. Mm -hmm. And you're in control of that. 
Right. You get to say. And let me tell you, it, you know, the, I think the hardest part is when people are pushing your boundary and then you don't know how to respond or react. Right. So how do you? Well, the, the main thing I do is I have like a box of more than one option. I don't just like attack, 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 or this, go about it the same way every time my boundaries are pushed. You know, if it doesn't work and you don't have an alternative, well, that's a problem. So I think planning in advance, I always do that. I don't know how, you know, likely any, you know, most people else do, but if this happens, I'm going to this. That's, well, and that's know. one of the things that I had to learn about myself, right? I'm a shoot mm -hmm. from the hip. Yes. I'm aware it on the sleeve. So I don't stop and pause. Mm -hmm. And if you followed me at all through my Bible studies, you know, this last year on Ravenous Reach, that is one of the things I had to practice. So right. identifying your weakness, right. identifying the hole in your sandbox, mm -hmm. the hole in your boundaries is important. I know that I am going to react versus respond. And to be like decently okay with that, not just beat yourself up or not admit it because, you know, that Yeah, mean I mean, you've got to admit it. And, right. and I think so many times we have, you know, this false image of, oh, I can't tell anybody my, my weakness. And I'm really glad that's one thing about our culture right now, as much as we <sighs> need some serious adjusting in our culture, if there's one thing that I feel like we're getting right, it's learning about mental health and being able to establish that we're not perfect and being able to share that with it's other like my women. passion now. I mean, it's like, I want to tell you, it's almost like, I want to tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably not great either, but. Oh, and I would. Yeah, my problem is I'm having to like reel it in. I used to like have to hide under it, you know, like I need to not, please don't figure out. And, and understand that there are some things. <clears throat> so for example, there are boundaries. So, you know, you've established your priorities and we're going to start working on boundaries and how you're going to exercise that in different situations. But um, I'm going to use my stepdaughter as an example. You know, she's a priority to me. Right. You know, that's my husband's daughter and I love her and she's my family and I vowed to honor and protect her. And so she's a priority. But, you know, when you've had them since they were 12, 13, and here they're learning that, you know, mom and dad aren't together anymore. And here comes this new stepmom and she's got different rules. Because if you know, whoa, 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 <laughs> I'm very strict. Very and her dad rules. and stepmom were, I mean, her real mom were, were not. I mean, I didn't even let my kids like have Cokes during the week. Um, that was a lot for her. You know, but when she would push those boundaries, that's not somebody to say, you're no longer in the sandbox. Right. There are people that are going to push your boundaries, even your own kids. But kids, I feel like when they're your blood, your biological children, that's easier because we have this maternal instinct, right? Mm -hmm. But when they're not your blood, really exercise. And that takes self-discipline. You know, a lot of establishing boundaries comes with self-discipline. And self-reflection, like, okay, mm -hmm. how important is this yes so sitting down and really writing these things out you know that's your first step I think in that yeah. self-discipline is sitting down this week establishing those priorities what's important to you and how are you going to what areas are you struggling in on how you respond and then what areas you know do you do well why and then what tools can you establish on the areas that you want to work on and me and you can sit down with our priorities and do the same this week. We and you know, yeah. And them. absolutely. And and again, you remember that a year from now, as you've learned and you're growing, you may go, whoa, this was not a priority at all. Like mm -hmm. I was really, you know, spending so much time in social media or I was really spending time, take social media completely out. Okay. Because I feel like that's everybody, everybody can work on their 
time on social media, but you know, um, a hobby. Mm. So if you've got a hobby that you really love and you're spending a lot of time in that, and then you're not focusing on your kids right? or you're bringing your corporate America job home and you're not focusing on your kids, but you, you, in your mind and in your heart, you were thinking, well, I'm doing that to feed my family and I'm doing that to work hard and I'm doing that to provide and I'm showing them, you know, to how to hold a job. And yes, all of those things are true, but was it more of a priority than your kids saying, Hey mom, I want to tell you about my day. Right. So really getting honest with those things and then and evaluating them. can talk. Yes. That's the cool part, you know, if you can hear it, there's a lot of times I'll go to Anthony and be like, hey, I prioritize our marriage. How's it looking? Yeah. You know what I mean? Can we listen to that? Oh my gosh. Dustin and I do that all the yes, time. We like, do too. how are you feeling? Yes. And that is huge. And that goes back to communication, which is a huge, like, I love the word communication. And in fact, I think you should write that on one of your post-it notes and put it somewhere, put it a few places mm-hmm. because learning how to communicate Everybody thinks that sometimes communication then becomes conflict. Right. Well, conflict is necessary. And conflict doesn't have to look like mean, ugly words that you're throwing at each other. Conflict can be like, hey, Tanner, I didn't like, oh, well, I didn't mean that, you right. know, or you know what, Adrian? Well, this is why I did that. And and that's a conflict, but we love each other. We respect each other, but we've got to understand where each other's coming from. But people immediately, they think they're going to tell somebody how they feel, A, have a problem with vulnerability, and then two, that there's going to be this huge knockdown drag out and they're so afraid of conflict. Yep. It doesn't have to be that way. But establishing boundaries is going to bring conflict. And it will. But, you know, once we figure out the tools and, you know, we kind of go over those and <clears throat> as the weeks progress, this is not like, hey, we're going to talk about boundaries today and never visit it again on this podcast. Oh, my gosh. You'll it's hear us going talk about it to a lot. Be a lasting theme. Because that's what 90% of people have a problem with. The right. re- honestly, I think communication and boundaries is like the umbrella of Mm -hmm. all the things, you know, of 90% of your problem. Because let's say you're an addict of something because you're lacking in boundary, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so many problems really. Yeah, that's a continuing, that never really, we just keep refining and keep living in them. Mm -hmm. So this week, your job is to, or your tool is to establish, sit down and sit down with your husband, sit down with your kids. Ask right. them what they need, what they think. Tell them what you need, what you think. Um, and, and maybe you have some priorities to yourself, some priorities in your marriage, some priorities with your kids and some priorities um, as a family, you know, because you need to be able to communicate, hey, it's important to me that the dishwasher is unloaded every week. You know, those are the things, but you've, you've got to communicate that as a family. And I think once you establish that in yourself and with your family, it makes it easier. Once things become clear, you're clear. Well, but then it's strangers and people that want to interfere. So when that mother-in-law or when that ex-wife or ex-husband or whoever is interfering, you're saying, hey, my husband and I have really talked about this. Power in numbers, man. And there's nobody stronger than the spouse together. Mm. And of course, I've been a single mom. You've been a single mom. You know that sometimes you don't have that person, which we're going to talk a lot about co-parenting and single mom parenting and those things over the week. So we don't think we forget about you guys. You no, know, not we, at all. we've been there. <laughs> we've been there. Shut up. Four times. <laughs> <laughs> so um, really quickly about the calendar. If, you know, we're going to work on getting these online and available to you guys this week on the Scarlet Sandbox Facebook page and Instagram. So if you're not following, follow along. These will not be available in Ravenous Reach. Um, I think we've made it pretty clear that, you know, we want to honor Raven every step of the way, but there's a lot to learn about us. 
you know, what you've known about us over this last year through Raven is not who we've been for 41, 36? Three. Thank you. Except you said, you know, it's practically May, so I guess I'm practically 34. So really 32 and 41. I forget. We're closer to 10 years apart. Eight, Mm -hmm. I think you said. Eight. Um, Well, but I was putting us at like five. (laughs) That's fine. Um, Anyways, you know, there was a lot to us. And then that brings us also... We thought it would be fun as a get to know us, right? Because on our first podcast, it was kind of like, um, uh, hey, we're Adrian, here to help you. you called yourself a husband. <laughs> okay, that's how it went. But we want podcast. you to get to know us, the, you know, all of us, yes. the good, the bad, the ugly. And so we've actually put together some baskets of all of our favorite two things. two of your things yesterday. You did? For your basket. We're buying for each other's basket. <laughs> what we think we know about <laughs> the other one, no, what we actually do know about the other one. And so on our uh, personal Instagrams, we are going to be giving away a basket of our favorite things. I'm nice. going to give Tanner's. Tanner's going to give mine. So this will be a fun little game that we can play together. Um, and that you can play along too. So make sure you're following us on Instagram. And uh, if you're loving what you hear from us on Scarlet Sandbox, please um, show us by sharing our podcast and leaving a review like right now. um, And if there are things that you want to know or that we could do better, we love even constructive feedback. So uh, we're not above that. So please let us know. Um, It's really super important to us. We know that good success comes with um, looking within. Sweet. Build your dreams. Tear down your walls. See you next week. Bye.